Hey friend, and welcome back to season two of the Between the Pages podcast. I am so excited that you are here and you decided to join us for this conversation today. It is in all goodness as we continue to navigate life in between the valleys and the mountaintops. Our team is so excited for this season as we have more topics, more guests, and truthfully, our team is learning alongside with you of how we can intentionally pursue Jesus in everything that life brings. We are so excited to welcome back Lakeview Covenant Church as our season two sponsor for the episode. So get comfortable, grab a cup of coffee, grab a Bible, put in your headphones, and join us for today's conversation. All right, friends, well, welcome back to Between the Pages podcast. I am so excited to have my friend Taylor on the podcast with us. Um, I have gotten to know her over the last couple of years. We go to Lakeview together. And just to hear her heart and passion behind college students, college and ministry that I thought as we are launching this episode right as um, you college students are getting right back into the schools, as well as maybe even um, looking at your final semester or your last year of school, um, how you can get engaged in um, college ministry, campus ministry, but also just owning your faith a little bit more. Uh, This is maybe if you're a freshman in college, this is your first time out of the house where you are on your own and you are making decisions without mom and dad around. So how can you own your faith? And I'm so excited. Taylor, welcome to the podcast. Um, So just kind of want to start off um, just telling a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, any fun facts you have, whatever else you want the listeners to know about you. Sure. Yeah. So I, my name is Taylor. Like you mentioned, I grew up in Duluth, Minnesota. I went to the University of Minnesota Duluth and I got involved in InterVarsity, which is a campus ministry there. And that was really the first time in my life that I ever started to own my faith. I got to meet college students that were, this, you know, people the same age as me that were excited about following Jesus, which, you know, growing up in a church uh, that had a lot of old people, that wasn't something that I had experienced before. And so I was really excited to meet people that were excited about Jesus. And so that was new for me. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I, yeah, I work for InterVarsity now and I love it. Um, some fun facts, I guess, is I, um, I like to rock climb. That's been something that's been really cool. Okay, okay. Fun way to stay active. Uh, I love to read. I love to sing. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. A little bit of everything. What was your, um, favorite part about, uh, you're kind of now like a, a staff member on um, InterVarsity, but what was kind of like your favorite part as you were a college student uh, being a part of InterVarsity and campus ministry? Yes. So I love, and still to this day, Bible study. Bible study is my favorite thing. Um, I have just come to the, the realization that I'm kind of a nerd in a lot of different ways. Like I went to school for math education. I also love just geeking out, nerding out about the Bible. And when I got involved in InterVarsity, what I think is really unique about the way that we study scripture is it's kind of, we use this process called the inductive method. And so it's a lot less about like coming in with our own thoughts and trying to use the scripture passages to support what we think. And it's more so about coming in kind of with an open mind and to see what does the Holy Spirit have to like to say to us to speak to us and it's a lot about you know digging into historical and cultural context and so asking kind of how the original audience have understood this rather than kind of like how do we understand it in our 21st century American minds Um, and I just yeah I think it was just like a really fun and investigative way to really go deeper with scripture definitely that's so cool and uh, um so for, for me personally, so I grew up in the church, went to Bethel University, so very much of a faith-based background for yes. school. Um, so for me, it was a little bit easier to um, kind of own my faith, I would say, in a way, because there were so many opportunities on campus. Like you had Vespers, Chapel, 
um, Bible classes. Like you could literally go to any professor in the school and be like, can you please pray for me? And they would. Yeah. Um, where on UMD's campus, it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. And um, so for you, um, growing up in the church, going to um, a public university, what were some of like maybe like going into your freshman year that you were kind of like, I'm really, really nervous that I'm going to fall away from my faith. Like, did you have anything like that or like maybe doubts or something like, am I doing the right thing? Like, or like, I'm scared because how am I going to get involved with community and involved with a church or a group? Like, I guess kind of talking through like that initial step into college and trying to like own your faith like mom and dad aren't around um they they're not there to help you make your decisions and tell you to go to church and tell you to go to youth group like now it's it's your own yeah well it's interesting right so I yeah a little bit about my story so I grew up going to church but I was never really that question of how am I going to own my faith for myself was wasn't something that I came into college really worrying about because growing up the way that I did uh, faith wasn't something that was like, oh, I need this. Like, I, I want to pursue this, and I want to kind of hold on to hold on to this when I go to college. Um, I was actually in a place where I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, I believe in God, but that was about what my faith looked like as a freshman coming into UMD. So I wasn't actually really interested in that, which is funny. Um, but I will say, like, the what kind of shifted in me and kind of going from this place of not really caring to then actually wanting to grow my faith was, you know, like I... I got involved in InterVarsity the spring of my freshman year. So my first semester was crazy. I mean, you can imagine what a typical college freshman could get oh, into. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, and that's what I did. Um, but then in the spring, I ran into a person I had met earlier last semester, and he was out doing evangelism with InterVarsity. And so I talked to him. He led me through their display. I got connected, started going to a Bible study. And it was, like I had mentioned, I love Bible study. So getting to actually ask questions and see that maybe Christianity and following Jesus was different. Um, That was really cool. And so I think that kind of sparked this interest in me of wanting to maybe actually have a faith of my own. Um, And so I think even just like going to your original question, you know, my story is a little bit different, but for people that are curious, I think, you know, just seeing what actually is out there because there's a lot of different campus ministries and InterVarsity is one of them, but there's also Crew, there's Navigators, there's Chi Alpha, There's different ones that have, like, specific denominational affiliations. Um, But, yeah, I think as a campus minister, we just really want to be welcoming and helping college students to, you know, to find a place where they feel like they can own their faith. That's so cool. That's so cool. And the fact that, like, you had someone who was intentional with you to be like, hey, check this out. Like, I feel like sometimes, like, you don't know what you need until someone kind of shows you what you need in a way, Um, which is super super cool that like that Jesus places those people in your life and then I'm sure you're probably still in touch with that person yeah I was actually just with them earlier today perfect perfect (laughs) um and just like how those like interactions and like those divine Jesus moments can just carry Mm -hmm. through for years to come and so got involved with uh campus ministry specifically InterVarsity and um was with them as a student for multiple years were you ever a student leader 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. So, I yeah. figured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when I was a freshman, I got involved in a Bible study. But then my sophomore year, I started leading my own Bible study. And yes, and had led several different Bible studies. You know, it wasn't the same group of people after that first semester of my sophomore year. Um, but yeah, I really had to learn a lot and grew a ton. And it's been it's been kind of fun now being in this role as a campus minister and getting to help my the college students that I work with, helping them to get to learn those skills now and get to see them grow. That's oh, that's so refreshing that you get to almost pour back into a community that just helped you grow so much yeah. um, within that own community. Um, so now as a campus uh, leader and working on staff with InterVarsity, where have you kind of seen, and I'm sure you have multiple stories, so feel free to like pick a few and share, like where have you seen Jesus like show up on campus? Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's just with different interactions with students or a big God moment. Uh, just like different things that you've witnessed on campus where I think sometimes, you know, you read the news, you um, talk to other people, on uh, all college students, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's dark. Um, in a previous episode that we recorded, I brought up the fact that, you know, I was talking with uh, Eric, who's the director of Youth for Christ, and the fact that like Duluth is number nine in the entire nation for mental health. And it's like, that's that's not a good statistic to have, especially with how small in the grand scheme of things like Duluth really is. It's like, okay, what? Mm-hmm. Like there's something something dark here. And it can, it can be discouraging. So for the encouragement, like where have you seen Jesus show up on college campuses um, just here in Duluth? Yeah, so so I work for um, InterVarsity on two campuses. So I work at UMD, and I also work at the College of St. Scholastica. So I'm going to give a little shout-out to CSS. Oh, yes. Yeah. We love CSS. Yes. So one of my um, students, his name is Weston, and he um, – he, we have, I've totally seen God show up through the athletics department and just like what has been happening there. Um, so last spring, so, you know, a year ago from now when we're recording. Um, yeah. So I met Weston just doing evangelism. He was like the one student that I talked to that day. It felt like, um, and we connected, he started coming to Bible study at Scholastica. Um, and then this last winter he came to Urbana, which is this missions conference. And he just like, God totally met him and just grew this desire in him to want to see his teammates follow Jesus. And so, um, and I've just really felt this sense that God is doing something in the athletics department at Scholastica. There's been like kind of, there has been different team Bible studies that have existed, but then as Weston has started and his co-leader Caden, like as they've been planting and talking to more people about Bible study, they've been finding out that there's even more, there's like other team Bible studies. Like there's one on the soccer team. There's one that is like, there's other ones on the track team. Um, and I just think it's been really cool to see how God has just been like, it's just it's it just feels like one of those seasons where there's a lot of fruit that's been you know it's like been, everything is weaving together in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's been really cool, and I think you know sometimes we in ministry it's easy to think that you know ministry is successful when we see lots of things happening like conversions and people following Jesus, but I think the reality is there are just different seasons and we experience different things at different times, and it's been really cool to be in this season right now of just seeing a lot of fruit come about. Um, and yeah, he, he like last night he was telling me that. Seven people came, and there's hope that there's going to be like 14 next week. So it's just been really cool. That's so cool. That's so encouraging too to just see young adults like start to take that um, passion that they have for Jesus and sharing that with their friends. Yeah. Um, and it's cool because um, we 
today when we were recording all these episodes, um, I recorded a student athlete from St. Scholastica and just her story of just seeing, um, even meeting other teams and just like how they'll pray before Mm -hmm. a game and like being able to be a part of that and just have this solid foundation on Jesus. Like that's crazy. Like once you build that foundation on Jesus, like Mm -hmm. it's unstoppable and unbreakable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any other stories that you have of just like Jesus showing up on campus, big or small? Hmm. Well, let's see. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of them, but they're not coming to my brain right now. That's um, okay. But yeah, I guess there's one. So we have a, um, yes. So one of my students, his name is Gabe and he last year just really discovered this love for doing this thing we call pocket proxy and so it's like this little card (laughs) and you go up to people and you ask them if you can kind of take them through it's called a faith survey so it's you know asking you know kind of there's a university has developed this tool called the five thresholds and it kind of has the five thresholds and it's that's essentially the different phases that people can go through when they go from like not being a follower of Jesus to then following Jesus so there's kind of different steps and so it's like you talk to people kind of explain it ask them where they would find themselves and ask if they would be interested in maybe moving to a different stage or a different step and so he was doing that and just like owned it loved it was like total rock star having so many conversations with people and then one day in class he just set the card on his desk and one of his classmates was like hey what's that and he was like okay I'll 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 explain it and I'll take you through it and then this person then like they you know this is like somebody that he already knew from his classes but they started having you know friendship deepened and grew and then he started coming to bible study and then he gave his gave his life to Jesus back last summer and became baptized and so like there's just stuff happening like that on campus that's oh I love it it gives me goosebumps just to like no, like I know our team just has a heart for young adults and college students and just be like, we're here to support you. And like, we want you to, we want to give you the resources so that you can take the next step and be bold with your faith. And like being bold, even in that moment of being like, okay, like I honestly, you could not even like catch on to this at all. And that's fine. Like yeah. it plants a seed. And I think that's so important as, mm-hmm. um, as like campus ministries, just being able to continue to plant seeds in students and like yeah. whether if you see them bloom or not, like just knowing that it's like there there was a seed mm-hmm. and at some point the seed will be watered and yeah. um, tilled and then eventually will bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, I guess, any advice or tactical things for college students, whether like they're a freshman or a senior? Um maybe it's just like a really dry season for their faith of kind of reigniting that spark again and just kind of being like, you know, it's been a really tough month. School's been a lot. And I just feel really distant from Jesus right now. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good question. And I think too, sometimes I think we're in dry seasons or in, you know, if we think about how the ancients used to talk about it, we're in these like seasons of the desert or wilderness seasons. And sometimes there are faults, you know, maybe it's like we're not being as intentional with our faith. And other times Jesus just has us in those seasons because there's actually really good work that God does in us when we're in those drier seasons. And so I just want to kind of preface that by saying that if that, if somebody is like, if you are listening to this podcast or watching and you're in that place, I just want to say like, welcome, because I have been in seasons like that. And I do believe that God is still present and doing things, even if you maybe don't feel that way. Um, But yeah, I think one of my favorite questions, my students will tell you this, is the question, why? 
Um, and I think why really gets to the heart of different things, the core of like what's actually going on. Um, and so if you do find yourself in this drier season or you're like struggling with your faith, I think the question would be why, you know, are you choosing to, you know, spend all of your time studying and then you're feeling really stressed and that's why you feel distant from Jesus. Like, okay, maybe priorities need to shift then. Like maybe you actually need to carve out 20 minutes where you're just like, nope, I feel like I should study for this test because I'm very anxious about it, but I'm actually going to trust that Jesus will take care of me so I can take time to like pray or journal or read my Bible. Um, or if you feel, you know, like there's, you're spending a lot of time with your friends and that's been kind of a distraction for you. Like, okay, maybe you need to like start having maybe spiritual conversations with your friends. Um, but yeah, so I think getting to the core of like, why, like, why, why do you feel the way that you feel? That's, oh man, deep. I love it. (laughs) I love it. And I think, I think almost sometimes that we're, afraid of almost asking the why question oh yeah like I know there's I, I'm getting better at it uh, myself because it's like I feel like I run a thousand miles an hour mm-hmm. and I do get into those dry wilderness seasons and sometimes you can be like okay I help run a ministry and I do all this stuff like it's embarrassing like when I'm in a wilderness mm-hmm. season but right. I shouldn't be embarrassed because like everyone goes through that and like you said like Jesus is still there and he's still doing something even when we don't see it or feel it yeah. like or um, just even hear him, like he's still doing something. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've become more aware of the question why, like why am I feeling this way? And what's nice is I um, was talking with a friend the other day and I was like, honestly, I think we can get on the same page that we can have really like, really emotionally leveled conversations, Mm -hmm. um, even if they're deep topics, because it's like you almost take the time to ask the question, like, how did this make me feel? Why did this make me feel this way? And then, like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to bring this up? And I think, like, really getting deeper into, like, your own inner self of, like, why? Mm -hmm. And it's scary, and you hate it, but it's, like, you almost can get yourself to a point of, like, knowing I can still give myself grace. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, um, when, you know, I've noticed in my life, there's been times when I've been anxious or I've been stressed about something. And when I've asked myself why and gotten to those deeper levels, I've maybe realized, oh, I feel like I'm not going to be okay if this thing happens. Or like, I, I feel like this person is making me feel like I'm not enough. And then in those moments, then I can be like, whoa, okay. That's, 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 that's significant. Let me pause here and actually like attend to what's going on inside of me and being able to bring those things to Jesus because it's, it's different to be like, Oh Jesus, I'm really stressed. Help me with like to not be stressed. But if you ask that next deeper level of why am I stressed? Oh, I'm stressed because this friendship actually causes me to feel bad about myself and I'm anxious to go hang out with them. It's like, okay, like Jesus, would you help me like heal this friendship? Or would you help me to like, maybe if this is a friendship that's not good for me and my like walk with you, help me to like find a way out of it. Um, so yeah, I love the question why. Oh, I love that too. And it reminds me of a book that I read um, by Jenny Allen. I don't know if you've read it or not, um, but it's called Get Out of Your Head. Yeah, I was just talking about my, this book with my roommate earlier. <laughs> yeah, I oh, I love it. I was so challenged by it, but it's like that same concept of like, okay, like if I'm anxious or something, like instead of spiraling downwards, like mm-hmm. stop it, yeah. ask why, and then transition that. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like there's so many times where I'm like anxious about something. And I just did this like the other day too. I was just like, I'm so anxious about this conversation I just had and I'm like why am I anxious about this or why am I anxious about why that person treated me the way that they did why am I anxious because of this and it's like okay why Mm -hmm. and then sitting with that and processing that and knowing like okay but Jesus like but Jesus yeah exactly 
Oh, so good. Um, and so kind of what we like to do on the podcast is give listeners um, a kind of like a next step or like what is a challenge for the week ahead, um, whether college student or not, um, or maybe just in general, young adult. Um, what is a challenge that you would charge listeners and watchers with as they maybe even ask the question why? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like, the, I feel like you almost answered it for yourself and like the way you phrased it of like, I really think asking that question why is a really good invitation and challenge because it's like we go through our lives bombarded by things. Right. And honestly, you know, I think you had mentioned like as a ministry leader, you feel maybe some like shame or like stress when you feel like you're in this like desert season. And I've definitely felt that as well. I feel like, you know, people that are in ministry roles have this expectation that like, oh, you're always going to be like so deep in your faith. And like this, you have this perfect relationship with Jesus. And, um, and I like, don't think that's true. I think we are so, so busy like and especially in America like there's just so much like so many expectations so much that we have to do um and so like we can just get lost in things and so taking moments to pause and to ask like why am I feeling this way or like why like or even like what is this what does this say about me or how am I thinking about God you know like really just taking that next step of you know first even just recognizing your feelings maybe that's like an invitation for listeners of just like maybe you don't pay attention to <laughs> your body or <laughs> when you feel emotions like that's a good first step Definitely. But then going there, from there, just asking, yeah, why? Oh, 100%. Yes. And I think, too, like, one thing is being able to slow down. Like you said, America is running a 1,000 miles an hour. Like, I I even think today, like, I woke up at 8. I got ready. I came here. I'm doing, like, seven episodes. I'm doing stuff afterwards. I have a friend coming over later. I'm going to get up tomorrow morning (laughs) at 6 a.m. I'm going to lead worship at church. I'm going to go home, and then I'm going to go to work again. And it's like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I think an invitation, too, to people is to take the time and be intentional to slow down. Yes, especially for college students because yes. college students are some of the busiest people I've ever seen. Like they're full-time 100%. college students. Yep. They're trying to have like robust and deep relationships. They're working and they're also trying to do all their homework. It's just like my heart breaks for college students sometimes with just how chaotic their lives are. And so that's even like a challenge as well is like try to actually rest. <laughs> yeah, and I like I sometimes too like will not rest. Like that is just like the one word I will not use in my vocabulary vocabulary but it's like Jesus has taught me so much more when I do rest Mm. to be intentional and I've tried to become more intentional with doing things for myself by myself Mm. yeah and to recharge and to refill my cup knowing that Jesus is the only one that can do that yeah Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and I just think of the words from, um, I don't remember what chapter out of Isaiah, but it's the, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. And just like that, like that image and those words have just like come to me in different seasons of my life when I've just really felt overwhelmed and just, yeah, God's invitation to the Israelites of in returning and rest, you'll be saved. 
Oh, that's so good. I think that is a perfect point to end on of um, just take the challenge this next week, um, next two weeks, whatever that may be, to rest, refocus, ask the question why. If you're anxious, if you're overwhelmed, why? Why are you feeling that way? Um, and then take the time to rest, refresh, refocus. We are here. Uh, Taylor is here. We'll make sure that we um, link contact information so that you can reach out to her if you have more questions or if you are local to Duluth and have questions about InterVarsity. I'm sure she would love yes. to share with you about that um, and just know that we are here we're praying for you we are walking um, with you through life that is something that we are passionate about as a boldly seeking team as we bring on guest writers is we are not up here to preach you and tell you what to do we are up here to share with you of what God is doing in our life mm -hmm. and being able to walk through that with you together um, because you are not alone. We love you. We are here for you. You can check us out on all the social media, all of the platforms for the podcast, as well as YouTube. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us again. Yeah, absolutely. Always a pleasure, a privilege. It has been uh, so sweet to get to know you over the last few years and just your heart for Jesus and college students. And um, I cannot wait to see where God takes <laughs> you in the next year or so. Um, so thank you so much. Thank and you. to all of those who are listening, watching, we will see you back here in a couple of weeks.